Right here. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want him? Yeah. guys uh this is going to be our first videoed podcast this is odd and uh this is really weird got my little garmin verb in the corner i don't know how well it looks just because it's really dark in my office because it's seven o'clock on a monday i uh, got done with editing a little bit early and i've not done a podcast in a couple of days because i've had a horrible head cold that i seem to not be able to shake and i was going to wait till i sounded a little bit better but doesn't look like it's going to happen. So, we're going to go ahead and do it. Question I've been asked a lot is about post-production. So, on this podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how to set up properly your uh, your edit in uh, Adobe Premiere Pro from start to finish and kind of explain some of the stuff that Adobe does that maybe some other editors don't do. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, because don't trust me, I don't know everything. So here we go. First things first, we have our we have our media saved somewhere, like I have mine on my two drives here, um, and we want to open a new project. And I have this template that I start everything with, and I'll show you how to develop one of those during this podcast, so you can set up your own to where you don't have to do to so you don't have to do this process every time. You can just start with the template and roll on. So. What we're going to do is we're going to go to Premiere. We're going to open Premiere up. And I don't remember the last thing that I worked on. Oh, well, it was the Charge Elk thing earlier today. So it's going to come up with a couple of things that you've been working on here recently. And uh, that's all the stuff that I've had open here recently. But what we're going to do is we're going to start from brand new. We're going to go New Project. Alright, this is asking us where we want to save it and what we want to call it. We're just going to say, uh, well, call it podcast test. Alright, video, uh, none of that crap matters. We don't really care about any of that. Scratch disk, we don't care. Ingest settings, we really don't care. Where are we going to put it? We can put it on the desktop for now. Okay. Alright, so now it's going to open up a brand new project. So, first off, we need a sequence. So there's no sequence over here and you have to have a sequence that goes right here in the bottom so we're going to go file new sequence where is it new sequence all right now it's going to ask us some stuff that we might not know the answer to easiest way to do this is to do it off of your first clip but for the sake of setting this up for you guys what i'm going to do is the way i set them up is a custom sequence setting because what I want to do is I want to set up a project file in a sequence setting that has a really robust file. That way, once I'm finished with it, I can compress it smaller or make it smaller in media encoder. So I want to start with the biggest file I possibly can, given you know what what I shot it on is big enough for this. But um, like if you're shooting 4K or you're shooting like a really big codec or whatever. So what I want to do is I'm going to start out with, where is it, DV2997, can't remember, 
Okay, right here's what we want to start with, the settings. Not these sequence presets, but we want to go to these settings. We want to go to custom. Did you shoot in 24 frames, 29 frames? For the sake of this, I think what we're about to edit is 29 frames, and we can change this if we wanted to. Um, we want our frame size is 1920 by 1080. Aspect ratios, we want square pixels, no fields, display format is 29 to 7. Yes, audio samples is great, not iframe. We want to go to QuickTime and we want to make this an Apple ProRes 422. The reason for that is because that's going to give us a big rich file that we can start from. So once we've done all that, hit OK. There's our sequence, sequence one. So now that you have all this done, you can go in, you can file save as, and you can make this a template. But I'm going to do a few more things before I do that. So down here, I'm going to show you how I set this project up. First things first is I want to get a couple of more video tracks. So what I'll do is I'll right click in this dead space, add track, and I'll never need more than four, but for the sake of this, we're going to show five. I'm going to grab that middle slide that up because I like to see all my audio not necessarily all my video and I have to have 12 tracks of audio, uh, of video, uh, audio so that's why I will go through and I will do the same thing in my audio go until I get 12 and I'll show you why in a minute uh oh not delete we want to add add alright there's 12 Alright, so, and I want to make my first eight tracks a little bit bigger. So you go to that line right there and wait till that little thing pops up and you can make those tracks a little bit bigger. And I'll show you why in a minute. So we make those first eight tracks bigger because those are going to be the tracks that we're working in most of the time. I'm going to do the same thing to my first three video tracks. I'm going to make them a little bit bigger. Alright, so that's how I like mine set up. First things first. So I'm going to go File, Save As, and we'll make this template 2 since I already have one of them. Alright, now we can we can start there. Now, so now we have a brand new, you know, project started. Alright, first thing we're going to do is we're going to bring in our footage, which goes right over here. So I'm going to do something for my Africa stuff that I've been working on. So what I did, not to go through any steps, is I right-click in this dead space, Import, or you can go File, import or you can go to your media browser which I don't have my media browser in here you probably will so I will bring in my media browser where is it there it is I don't want it there I'm gonna put it up there so I'll go to this media browser I'm gonna go to Copa Creative Africa what I wanted to work on is Baker's Nyala so We'll double click on that day four, and it's only got two folders, which is great. So I'm going to select both of those, right click, import. So there's several different ways that you can bring in your footage. Um, file import is always easier. I like to go through the media browser sometimes. Definitely when I'm using red footage, I always use the media browser because if you don't, it brings in a bunch of duplicates and a bunch of crap you really don't need. It brings in a bunch of proxies. But media encoder is always a way that you can look before you pull it in. You can double click on certain files. You can pull in single files. You don't have to pull in the whole folders. And it's always really good about bringing in the file structures exactly like they're sitting on your hard drive so it doesn't 
mess a bunch of stuff up. So as that's importing, um, it's almost done. Boom. All right. So there's my there's my two folders. All right. This is in list view. I like to edit in list view. Some people like to go down here and hit this little button and go to icon view, so you can actually see the icons of what you're doing, and you can actually scrub through them. So you just roll your mouse over them, and you can actually kind of see a preview of the uh, clip, whatever it is. And I mean. That's great, and some people that that's great for them. But I don't like that's just that's too much crap for me. I like it to look cleaner, so I go with the list view always. So now I'll just double click on clips, and I can see they come up in my source monitor, and I can see them. And then I'll say I want this clip, and I want it from there to there. So I'll set my in and out points I and O, and I'll take that and I'll drag it down here. Alright, so now it's in, and over here, this is my canvas. This is my finished edit. This is what I'm editing to. Once I start bringing in clips, so I'll bring in a couple clips here just for sake of videoing. And now you'll see once I play through, once it goes to that next frame, you'll see over here in my canvas it'll change. See, so this is my edit. This is what I'm actually, you know, canvas. It kind of makes sense. Like that's your finished artwork, I guess, is a, is a good way of putting it. Um, so that is the absolute quick and dirty of how to bring in media and start editing. A couple things that you can do to make your life a lot easier is go to Premiere, go to Preferences, and go to Media Cache and set this to go toward go to whatever drive you're editing off of that way it always stays with your project because what happens is if you move from computer to computer hard drive to hard drive what premiere does is it creates cache files or it create it creates cache files and it creates peak files and you'll see down here well it's not generating them right now I don't know why um, but it will generate these little peak files down here in the bottom right hand right hand corner and there'll be you know little blue peak files that pop up and what those are is it is generating the waveforms which is those little things right there Let's see if there's I got some better well not really pull in a piece of music and we'll uh, have some waveforms that I'll be able to show you hang with me for just a second if I can get my stuff straight here First comp, we'll just bring in a random song. Who knows what this is gonna be? So you'll bring in this song right here, and there's your waveforms. So you can see that peak file that's generated will show you those waveforms so you can edit to your music easier. You can make sure that that cut lands right on that beat right there. These aren't the rectified waveforms, your waveforms might look different. These are the rectified waveforms. I don't like those. I like the old school waveforms. So if you go right here to that little, uh, I don't even know what that is, hit that button and unclick rectified waveforms, you'll go back to the old school, which is how I like them. Uh, but anyway, when you go into File Preferences, Media Cache, you can set those to follow your footage. Essentially, you put you set these to go on whatever drive you are editing to. So browse and we'll go to Drift Media and choose. Okay, and that way once they generate all those peak files, 
you won't have to do it over again. But you also do want to make sure you clean out those cache files and you clean out those peak files ever so often because they take up a lot of room on your computer. There's also a couple of things that you can do in preferences that um, you know you can tell tell your computer how much memory you want to dedicate to something. You know, there's a lot of things that you can play with in preferences. Um, there's not a ton that I do there, except you know put where those cache files are going to go. But uh, that is the quickest, dirtiest version of setting up a project that I can give. I'm trying to think of anything else. Well, I should have done a little bit better with my notes on this one. Um, if there's anything else that you might want to know about, if I went too fast, let me know. But um, that's how I set one up. Oh, that's what I didn't go over. The reason I set my audio and video up like this is so when I bring in a clip, say I'm bringing in this clip, the way I set it up is to stay organized. So channel one in video is for my main content and my interviews. I use video channel two for my B-roll and I use video channel three for any graphics, lower thirds, anything like that. So that way when I'm going through I can quickly discern what those things are as I go through my edit. The same thing goes for the audio channels. I use channels one through four as my spoken audio for content and interviews. I use five through eight as all my music that I can layer over the top of each other. And then I use 10, 11, 12, or 10, no, 9, 10, as voiceover and then 11, 12 as uh, 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 sound design. Sorry. So, like if I bring in like wind or you know, some sort of noise, like a you know, bolt on a gun or something like that, I'll bring that in at the very bottom. That way, I also can go through and quickly discern what things are. Keeps me organized as I go through. Another thing that I'll do is if I bring in multiple clips and I want to discern one is different from the other or if there's something special about this one I'll right click and label those so I'll go through and I'll change the colors that way I can quickly go through and discern hey this is that or this is you know whatever that may be you can go through and you can change the names of anything just single click click let go and click again and it'll let you rename or you can just right click rename um, you know there's this this program is absolutely very robust. It is it's so much fun to edit in once you learn all the, the nuances and the simple things of it. I suggest if you're wanting to get into editing and you're wanting to really immerse yourself in this program, learn your short keyboard shortcuts. It will make your life so much easier. There's also ways to go into Premiere and go to keyboard shortcuts and they will show you what the keyboard shortcuts are you can even change them. You can make them, uh, like if you're used to the old uh, Final Cut 7, you can change them. But I would I would suggest learning the Premiere shortcuts. Makes your life a lot easier. You can even buy skins for your keyboard that will even lay over your keys so you can get used to them. But there's a couple, and I, that's something I'll go over. Uh, there's some keys that you really need to learn, like Command Save, the end tool I use all the time, the rolling edit, INO, JK and L, which is fast forward, stop, and fast and uh, rewind. Um, your seizure cut tool, you know, 
oh man, there's there's so many of them that I use all the time. Then your plus and minus is what zooms in and zooms out on your project, so you can really go fine with your cuts, you know, frame by frame. You know, your your uh, your arrows, or you know, you can go frame by frame with your arrows. So there's man, there's a million things that you can do with this thing. And I I don't use man, I don't use probably Oh, gosh, I couldn't even tell you. I probably only use about 50 or 60% of this program. There's still so much that it can do that I don't even know that's outside my you know, my knowledge. But if you're getting into editing and you want to be any what serious about it, this is the program that you, you want to use in the hunting industry. This is the standard. This is what everybody edits off of as far as content goes. Once you get into graphics, most of everybody's using after Effects, Pictures, as Photoshop, and Lightroom. And those are some things that we're going to do way later, but I'm trying to stay kind of, you know, filming and editing 101 right here at the beginning. But like I said before, I forgot what I, my train of thought earlier. If you have anything that you want me to go over, if I started clicking a little too fast and you missed something, let me know. Uh, we got ranked number eight on educational podcast today on iTunes, which was... I couldn't believe that. Um, thank you for listening. And on this one, thank you for watching, even though this is awkward. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. I'm going to be talking about filming waterfowl on the next podcast. Spoiler alert, I do not enjoy filming waterfowl. But I've gotten questions about that. And I've got some guys that later on, when we go a little more in depth, I'm going to try and break them on and let them talk about it some. Also, I'm going to start getting on some guests here I've had a lot of guys text me and you know say, hey, I want to get on the podcast. I still am yet to figure out the best way of doing that because I don't want everybody to sound like they're on the phone like a lot of other podcasts. I want them to sound, have clean audio. Um, so I'm still working through the kinks on how the best way to do that is to where whoever the guest is can have clean audio if they're not physically here in the room with me. So with that being said, let me know. Questions, comments, good, bad, or indifferent, and uh, that's uh, how to set up a project in Premiere.